Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is your host, Michelle Bader. I'm sitting here with my co-host and friend, Mark Massaro. How are you doing, Mark? What's new? Yeah, well, how are you, Michelle? What I'm is really, new? I'm really good. What's What's been happening since the last time we did a podcast? Uh, well, the one year uh, of Lacey's passing did go by, and it was um, a little more difficult than I expected. Uh, as I was saying to you earlier, I wrote her a letter on Facebook, and as believers, I feel, and as the Bible says, we can ask for anything in Jesus' name. And so I asked mm-hmm. God to share these letters with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe he is. That's, you know, I don't have any biblical backing for that, but I just as my own personal belief. Um, so it was a tough day, but it got better as the day went on. I had some friends come over and they just spent time with me. And, um, you know, we talked about her and reminisced and whatnot. So it was good. Um, Did you go to sushi like you were going to? we brought sushi to us. Oh, nice. Sushi because at my house. Lacey loves sushi, right? That's Lacey that loves about. sushi. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now my daughter, she wanted to try a uh, salmon sashimi, which is just raw salmon on rice. Oh, um, she's she wanted to try it. Cause I told her it was mommy's favorite. And now Aww. she's always asking me, she's like, daddy, can we get sushi? I'm like, no, honey, sushi's like $50 every time. <laughs> so yeah. we try, we try to avoid doing that every night. Like she wants to. Um, but I also taught her to ride a bike this week. Nice. Which was awesome. And I shouldn't really say taught her because uh, once I put her on the bike outside, she just started riding. She was super ready. I'm kind of late. She's eight. I didn't mean to rhyme that. <laughs> yes, I'm you did. I didn't even I didn't know, know it. it. Yeah. I, uh-huh. um, so, you know, but once, yeah, she was super ready. Once I put her on, she was just riding down the street. And nice. It was cool. I watched her ride to the end of the street. I have like a cul-de-sac and um, she just stopped. She had her little stuffies in the basket on Aww. the front of her bike and she was like telling them about our neighborhood and stuff. And oh, it was just so cute watching cute. her like be independent from afar. Yes. You know, it was kind of neat. Um, yes. And yeah, but pretty much uh, I've had, I have a, uh, what is it? A sciatic nerve issue. Oh. So I've been like limping all week and that's been pretty miserably painful. Um, and then on top of that, my kids got sick. We oh. all took COVID tests today, all negative, thank God. Yay. Um, so we're just, uh, you know, fighting off the cold and whatnot. But anyways, that was my super exciting week. Tell me how many cliffs you jumped off of. You told me last week you were going <laughs> to jump off some more bridges for us. I know. And I just didn't get the chance to, but I thought about it. I actually did. I was literally like, oh, he asked me last week. I got to find one. And then I never, <laughs> I never got Pull to. over and jump off a bridge right? into some water sometimes. I know. I thought about it, but. Do it for your fans. Do it for the fans. I know. I know. So I'll tell you what we did. Um, the kids went to their grandma. So my in-laws just moved up North to live with Luke's sister. So they, um, have like this apartment attached to it. So they invited the kids to come up. It's like couple hours north of here. So they went there. I got to take them up there and like see the place, which was really cool. And let's see, that's one thing we did. Um, another thing is our guest that I'm going to introduce in just a minute. Um, Stacy, give us a little wave for those watching on YouTube. (laughs) I met Stacy about a week ago and I'll get into that more when I introduce her, but we got to hang out a lot. We went paddle boarding and to dinner a few times and just had a great time. So that was super fun taking the paddleboard out. Let's see what else. I went on a run today for the first time in, I don't know how long. And I nice. Think, yeah. Thanks. I took Bentley and he only lasted like half of it. Cause first he's dragging me and then I'm dragging him. And then I was like, you're going home. I'm running the rest. And it just felt good. Like I, I was thinking about like my crazy playlist. It was like 
gangster's paradise and then it was like gyra and then it was like i mean it's so like all over the place it's like christian plus 90s plus country it's just a little bit of everything but it was really fun you run faster to certain songs yes like really nirvana smells like teen spirit favorite one to run to (laughs) burning some calories (laughs) no it's like that's whenever i want to like go the fastest i turn that one on and it's like on um, you know, there's lots of great songs for running, but, um, yeah, gangster's paradise fool. I was totally, totally <laughs> like rapping to it and <clears throat> ice, nice baby, all the good stuff. So nice. anyways, I don't have too much exciting to say. We've been doing like a lot of like day trips and traveling and, um, we're getting ready to go to another trip, this place called sun river with my whole family. So my parents' 50th anniversary is on August 21st. Wow. And yeah. It's really That's cool. Amazing. I know. And they're good taking, for them. Praise God. Right. They're taking their kids and their grandkids to this house for three days and three nights. It's going to be amazing. Um, it's also going to be my anniversary, August 22nd. Mm. Um, so it'll be a good distraction. That's the day we go there, but I'm probably going to go by the grave first and, you know, mourn a little bit because it mm. would have been 18 years. Um, also, we out. And what? We put out. out. <laughs> right. Um, I also was thinking about this randomly. I know that Lacey's birthday was close to her death. Is that coming up? 29th. The 29th. Okay. I mm. knew it was um, coming up. So another, you know, morning time coming, but I yeah. know like some of the days affect you, some of them don't, you know, so, and this will I be think your her birthday will, but yeah. Right. And this will be the first time everything is for the second time for you because now you've passed that year. Well, yeah. And it was so close that it'll be different. Um, like her birthday last year was like, I I was still in like this fog. Um, I mean, it was two weeks after she passed, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was like, it was very strange. And also I was planning her service and spending a lot of my time writing the eulogy and, uh, it was like a six page, you know, eulogy or whatever. So it was consuming a lot of my time and I really wanted it to be good. Um, so yeah, so now everything is like different. So it'll be some stuff will be like going through for the first time, I think, you know. Right, right. But anyways. Yes. Well, I think that's mostly what I did. And we really want to get to our special guest here in a second. Um and get to hear what she has to say. This is our first time having a guest. We're super, super excited. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit about our special guest, and then I'm going to let um, her take it away. So I have Stacy Waits, Campbell or Campbell Waits, which one is it again? Which one is Campbell it again? Waits. Campbell Waits. I'm sorry. Wrong order. Okay. That, wait, is that so two names? Campbell it, Waits? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know Plus if it's I one have long. a maiden name besides that. So yeah, it is two She's names. A lot I'm of not names. hyphenated. It's just two. Okay. I need, okay. I mainly go by one, but, um, I like to go by what my kids have now, but, um, yeah. Okay. So anyways, same I, I already messed up the intro. So <laughs> anyways, let me keep talking. So, um, uh, Stacy and I, this is crazy. We kind of knew of each other. Well, actually I didn't know of you except for social media, but apparently my kids knew her. She was the secretary at my kids' middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which is really awesome. And then also some kids at the same high school Kingsway. So we had like a lot of, and then we looked through our mutual friends. Like have all these mutual friends from all these different things, but we had never met until she reached out to me and said, Hey, we have a lot in common. We should get together. We met up, we sat there for like three hours. Like no it was way. a long time, just story after story. And like, just, we, it was like one of those like instant, like really close friendships 
and That's like cool. people feel like you know them forever. It's crazy. <laughs> like I've known her like a week and a half, maybe, and we've hung out like four times. So we like feel like we kind of know each other. We go so, way back. We go way, way. <laughs> but it feels like we go. I mean, I'm like, how do I just know you? Like just a little like I just met you, but it feels like because when you go through these <clears throat> tragedies and these things like sure. you can relate on a deeper level like and some people know. it's just like that with them yeah like my friend brian even though yes we met through tough times we just like connected and got yeah. really close really and fast you know what it's like like when you and i met and it was like whoa there's someone who gets it like you mm-hmm. know someone who's else's spouse who had passed away from cancer and all of that and so although mm-hmm. uh, stacy's story is different like the widowhood part and just all the stuff with kids and anyways sure. Stacy has so much wisdom because she has been through a lot. And what I've seen in Stacy is the joy of the Lord is her strength. And she is always smiling, that beautiful smile, and just is such an inspiration to me. And so we wanted all of you to get to hear her story about God's faithfulness. How is she still joyful with what she's been through, which we haven't even told you. We're going to let her tell you that. And I just wanted everyone else to get like what I've experienced in the last week to get to experience Stacy, because I mean, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being serious. I know we haven't, we haven't had a lot of heart to hearts yet about like how I feel about you, but I, <laughs> I just really, well, let's just put it on air right now. <laughs> right. I really appreciate you because you get it and you, um, you have wisdom. And so we wanted our audience to be able to hear your wisdom. So Stacy, we would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and your story. And then we're just going to talk about this, have a conversation. So Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, hi. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate You're welcome. it. Um, and that's a great intro, even though it's a little bit like uh, I don't know how much I have to share. It's just life experience. No, but it's yeah, each of you guys sure. are gonna have your own life experience and story as years and days and time goes by. So um <clears throat> I'm sorry, I have something in my throat, so I apologize okay. if I keep coughing. Um okay. so see, let's see, let's go back. We're gonna go back like 15 years. Um, actually a little bit before that probably would be better. Um, I grew up, I'll just kind of give you a little bit. I grew up in a Christian home. Um, my parents are still together. They actually recently celebrated their 50th anniversary. That's amazing. Super awesome. Um, and I have one older brother. He's seven and a half years older than me. His name is Sean. And, um, and yeah, I accepted Christ as an early age and, um, like I said, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I, I went to a, a Christian, um, middle school and high school. And I, from there ended up deciding I wanted to go to a, a Christian, um, college. And it was there that I actually met Ryan Campbell. I actually met him the first, these are little things I don't know if I should share, but they're really special and fun. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to know a little bit yeah. about us. Um, we actually met the first weekend that I went to go visit the school before I decided to go there. And, and it's in Northern, that? it's called oh, Simpson, oh, Simpson College. That's right. And yeah. it's in, it's Where in my Northern grandparents California. went. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, we met roller skating and Aww. we went with a whole group of people and he came around during couple skate. Cause I didn't know I was just there with a few <laughs> of my amazing. friends and he came around and grabbed my hand. Aww. And, and I actually had told one of my best friends that night. I said, I'm going to marry that guy or I'm going to marry a man just like him. And it was like, wow, that's so the awesome. world. So silly. But I was 19 at the time. But um, yeah, so I ended up deciding to go to Simpson. It was kind of a deciding factor when I was visiting. But um, Ryan and I were actually friends for a year and a half. 
That's good. And good before, <clears throat> yeah, we didn't date. We just became super best friends and had the same core group of people. And um, he was studying to be a, a pastor and mm-hmm. I was studying education and um, I wanted to be a teacher. And anyways, so college happened. Um, we ended up actually getting, oh, well, so let me think, hang on. I went to, <laughs> I, I went to the Ukraine, my my oh. sophomore year. And um, I went for a month on a mission trip. And it wow. was actually during that time that I had, him and I had had conversations prior to of like, we kind of want to date, but at the same time, I'm like, I got to go and focus on God. I can't, I don't, I'm so mm. scared to lose my friendship with you because you're my best friend. Um, that I was like kind of nervous about that. Anyways, I ended up coming back home. We ended up getting together. Um, kind of like our anniversary date of dating was actually 4th of July. Um, oh, nice. kind of That's fun. cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we dated for about a year or so, year and a half. And we got married and, um, then actually the next following summer, we ended up getting married. So I guess it was a year, but we'd been friends for like a year and a half. So anyways, Ryan and I got married my end of my junior, like in between my junior and senior year, his senior year. Um, and, um, and then we had, well, we went to youth ministry. I won't get into all the little details of all of that. At that point in time, we lived in Reading and Mm. that was a whole amazing God move of us even moving to Northern Cal, like even further North where he was from to Wairika. Um, he lived in this tiny little podunk town that I used to say was the village. And I'm like, there's no way I'll ever move there. And, um, anyhow, God really changed my heart. Cause all of a sudden it was like, we need to start praying about this youth pastor position that came open. And, um, he was shocked. Like what in the world, why would we want to do that? Cause you don't like it up there, but I knew the Lord was like prompting my spirit and changing my heart. And so anyhow, we ended up taking that position and moving up to where his family was at. Um, it was there that we had our three children, um, and in the village, in the village, okay. in the village, we Just didn't live in the village because the village only had 200 people in it. Oh, they, oh wow. You really town. mean it, it really saying, was a village. Tiny, but we lived in the town right next to it called Wairika. So okay. yeah. Um, but it is still small. I think there's five to th- 7,000 people that live there. Oh, wow. Yeah. But yeah but like all, all of Ryan's family lives in that area. So it was special to be around family. My family is sure. a little further south, okay. but yeah. Um, anyways, so, um, we had, and these are other fun facts for you. Um, during that time that we got from the time we got married, we had Taya, my oldest, and she was actually born, um, on nine 11. Oh, one. Wow. So really she's soon to be 20. And she literally was born at the same time as the towers were hit. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was kind of crazy. And <clears throat> okay. I just have to ask you while you were giving birth, did you know what was no. going on in the world? No. <laughs> okay. No, I called, I actually, I called my best friend and, um, I was trying to get a hold of her and couldn't. And so I got a hold of her aunt and I'm like, I need to get a hold of Ashley. And she's like, don't you know what's happening? And I'm like, no, I've been oh having a baby 21 hours. And, wow. and um, she's like, the twin towers are gone. And I'm like, what are the twin towers? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I didn't wow. care at the moment, but, it was, yeah. <laughs> but but this is the cool part about like my like my story for Taya. And I think this applies to so many things in life that we have to really think about is that um, on that day, 
in the world, in our country, there were, and I have people that I know that lost loved ones that day in, in the towers that fell in, in, in all of that tragedy. Um, it was horrible and horrific, but at the same time, there was also good things happening mm. and there's blessings that God brought about. And Taya was like the biggest blessing in our life, you know, That's beautiful. and it was the, one of the best days of my life, even though it was like the worst for so yeah, many of us. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and that was a fun thing is like Taya and her dad, like that was one of their favorite songs was blessed be the name. Mm. And so they used to sing that song in the car when they drive and all that stuff. And, um, and that was just such a special song. And just that part where it talks about the give and take away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just, wow. it's, it's, it was really impactful to me because at that point in my life, it was like, this is so special, but yet everybody else is so, such a bad thing. And yet mm-hmm. I got to experience the flip side of it a couple of years later when everybody else's life is going around great and my life is totally shattered. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so that's a fun point on, on that end for, for Latea. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is cool. So yeah, so we had three kids. We were there for about seven. No, not, it's not true. We were married for eight and a half years. Um, is that right? 98. These are one of those things that I'm like, ah. um, <laughs> it's okay. In we April, have calculators, right? Yeah. 2006. <laughs> My kids at that point, well, not actually not quite. So we actually got out of ministry, stepped down. It was time for us to kind of take a break. And we had moved a little further north to Southern Oregon. Ryan took a job and that's a whole nother story um, in, in finance. And, um, and we were able to move up to an area up outside of Medford. And um, he was working there for about eight months. And then after, um, after that time he was working with his best friend, Brian, and, um, they went on a cruise and they, um, as you were telling me about your cruise, I don't know mm-hmm. if you know all these details, Mark. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so be careful when you go, <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were on a cruise ship and, um, he, um, he actually got hit with a radar antenna on the cruise ship and um. suffered massive brain damage at that time. And this was in December. Um, my, our kids were five, three, and one. And so wow. it was December 1st of 2000 and, um, and six. Mm-hmm. And so, um, is that right? Yeah, I think so. That's right. Sorry. I'm totally oh, that's okay. okay. That's your math <laughs> like, is right. It's been some time, yeah. but yeah. So, um, so yeah, my world from like, I got a phone call on December 1st, um, but he was, um, um, in the hospital for a little longer. I got a call saying there was an accident and they needed to get to him. Um, there were so many things that transpired just of God's hand of mercy on my life and on my family and Mm. how he just like took care of the timing of when I got to the hospital, my in-laws made it there before me. Um, also another thing was that Ryan's best friend met me there. And then also one of my best friends who actually was widowed, um, and remarried, but she's kind of like my big sister and her name's Mm. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, name. <laughs> it's a good name. Name. <laughs> I know. And, um, anyway, so Michelle was also there to meet me. And so she had been, um, widowed a couple years past. And the interesting thing apart about that was that Ryan and I had spent countless conversations talking about her and Kevin, her previous husband, um, about like, what would you do if something happened? What would you do? Would you want to read, you know, like, 
I, I'd want you to get remarried. Um, I wouldn't want the kids to be, you know, have their names changed. We had these like amazing wow. conversations that most couples never have, right. right? But we had them, and it was such an, a blessing that God gave me that time. So, um, so yeah, they were Michelle was there to meet me, which was awesome. Um, just a really gift from the Lord. Uh, Anyways, uh, Ryan was in the hospital for about twelve days before. Um, we had found out during that time that because of the injury to his head, did I say how he got hit? I don't know if I uh, did. Radar. That he fell, that he yes. got hit with yeah. So, so did there. he get yeah. hit in the head with the radar? Yes. Yes. Okay. So like, there's like, I've never been on a cruise ship, but, uh, um, but they have like these walking paths around yeah. the top and um there was like this big huge windshield and there's like this little tiny utility desk and like little, like little stand and there's this massive huge radar Mm-hmm. antenna up above they're like 10 feet long and two feet in diameter they're really big and ryan had was pitch black he couldn't see it and it was late at night and someone kind of joking <laughs> jokingly, my throat. Okay there? jokingly <laughs> said there's um that'd be cool up there and so ryan was like a monkey and he like hop, like i said he was a youth pastor hop skipping and jump up there pulled himself up and um got hit in the back of the head and then Gosh. fell 12 feet and was on the deck um, and so, yeah, from there, they actually had to, they tried to help him, um, on the deck. I mean, and then, um, on the ship, but they had to take his body and take him into, um, cause they were in international waters at the time mm. and they needed to take him into port in San Diego. So he was at UCSD and, um, just so many details that happened through all of it. Um, that God provided a place for us to stay. My, my best friend, Michelle, her parents had moved 45 minutes away six wow. months before. So my kids were able to end up staying there during this time. My parents had a place to stay with their best friends to be able to have, you know, other people to like play with. My kids played, yeah. they learned how to swim that week. <laughs> well, one of them, wow. my baby did, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, they were little, they were little, like I said, they were one, three and five, but um but yeah, so that happened and, um, we were told that he wasn't going to survive and, um, that we were going to have to take him off of life support. And so it was during that time that, um, I had been talking a lot with my in-laws and having discussions and we were totally on the same page, which was a major That's blessing, good, yeah. awesome gift. And, um, and with my brother-in-law and family and, um, and so that was really helpful for when we were trying to make decisions and, then a donor team came in and started talking to us and it was just such a, such a blessing because so what team, how, I'm sorry. how do you make a decision when you're donor. told that somebody's not going to be able to survive and they tell you that, that they're a good candidate for a donor, for an uh, wow. organ donation. And so their team came in and started talking to us. And, um, it was them who said, you know, we're going to help facilitate all of this, the timing all the things. So it took all of that pressure off of me, mm. like having to make these decisions, like how do you pull the plug? Like, yeah. that's just not, I don't want to be responsible for that. Like right. what if I you woke up that. that I've been told that can happen. And, um, you know, they tried all the things to try to see if there was a way for mm-hmm. Ryan to survive, but the blow to his head was, was pretty significant. So, um, so yeah, anyhow, well, we had some amazing times in the hospital. We like sang worship and we prayed over him as a family. And um, just my mother-in-law, I'll never forget her always saying to me, like, um, I don't want to miss the, like, 
the jewels, like as we're walking in this path of like unknown and, and, and the hard times, but don't let me miss an opportunity to see something good. And so oh. anytime that something would happen, like, like one of the nurses gifted us tickets to the zoo and we all got to go to the zoo and like be a part of things. And like, mm. um, people who came in that were believers and, and that loved on us or friends that stopped by and like helped us with car vehicles. It was just like all these different things that were just incredible to see the hand of God. Um, so anyhow, that happened. I feel like I'm telling you way too much no, stuff. With all of that. No, this is great. But, um, but yeah, so, I mean, I didn't experience what you guys experienced, like with cancer, it was, you know, and I know a lot of people who are widowed and who've lost go through long-term you know, illness I had, and this is something else. So I shared this with Michelle the other night with a group of us girls that got together. Um, the night before I got a phone call, um, I actually happened to be at church. I was at Saturday night church at, at my home church, um, down in Medford. And, um, it was on the story of like the nativity and it was called, um, oh gosh, now I've forgotten again. Um, Mary. No, was it Mary? But it wasn't Mary. It was like Somebody girl interrupted. Had... There we go. Girl interrupted. Mm. That was it. <laughs> yeah. It was on a message on girl interrupted because it was talking about each of the characters of the nativity story. And in that message, it was all talked about like, what would you do like if you were Mary and all of a sudden you got like your whole world like shifted and changed in an instant? How are you going to respond? Are you going to lean into the Lord or are you going to pull away? And I just heard this amazing message. And then no joke, like three hours later, I get a phone call. Wow. My whole world is like going to shift and change. Oh and gosh. so it was amazing to like have kind of something prior to before that happened to kind of set my mind up, like, okay, be prepared <laughs> mm-hmm. in case of. So, um, so that happened. Um, like so- I said, right. Can you tell us really quick? Cause I think it's beautiful. Like how you um, told your kids or it was um, Taya and like that story. Yeah. I'd love to. Okay. Um, so yeah. Um, that's always hard. That's always really hard. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you tell your kids when, when your spouse has passed away and especially when they're mm-hmm. little. Um, so at that time, like I said, Taya was five. She was pretty much the only one that really remembers. Tate was three. And Tessa was one and a half. And um, so they don't have a big, the younger two don't have really much of a memory. But so, you know, we had taken Ryan off of life support. We, I had spent the day in San Diego. The kids were at my friend's house. Um, and I went back home and we had time with family and we were all together. I couldn't pull myself together to say anything that first day. But the next morning I was laying in bed and Taya had come in and was cuddling with me. And I had been crying and praying and praying and praying, Lord, please just give me like the right words. And her and I had the most awesome conversation. And then um, this is where my friend Michelle kind of comes back into the picture. Like I shared, my friend Michelle was widowed several years prior to. So we had had all these conversations. She also, which I didn't mention, she lost her husband, Kevin, uh, to cancer. And um, he was, uh, Cole, their son, was 18 months old when Kevin passed away. And so he's a year older than Taya. And so there's okay. just like that. So he's six, she's five. So I share with Taya what happened and she was just so distraught. And so, you know, but at the same time, I just will never forget how our kids are so resilient. And mm-hmm. the fact that she wasn't just thinking about herself in that moment, she actually looked at me and was like, mommy, who's going to take care of you? Mm-hmm. And it was just so compassionate and caring and so sweet. Wow. 
amazing. It was, it was really, really precious. We got up and we started to walk out into wherever the room where everybody else was at because other family members were there. And um, Cole, Michelle's little boy, comes running over and says, hey, Patea. And she goes, my dad died. And he goes, well, my dad died too. I bet you they're playing baseball in heaven together. And they turned Mm -hmm. around and like ran off. Wow. It was oh like my gosh. Utterly insane. And it's like one of my favorite things to be able to look back and go, God, you cover the, t- the best details. Yeah. <laughs> like wow. You just cover all the little things. So, so let you- me ask you something on that real quick. Since, yeah. you know, my kids are small, your kids are older. Did it like, um, did it come back? Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause my kids are doing really well right now. I mean, there's moments of course, but like, I've heard a lot of people say like, they're going to have, a, you know, they're going to need therapy when they're older and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. did it, did it come back up often? Um, it, it's always there. I mean, grief doesn't, I, I know a lot of people will mention say things like, um, did you get, are you, are you over your grief? Yeah. And that's I, like the dumbest I, thing to say. I apologize, but like people will say the stupidest things, no offense, but yeah. like, I kind of want to punch them in the face. Yeah. But I mean, just being real. <laughs> no, and yeah. Like, people say things because they're, and you know what, they're, I will say this people do not mean to say stupid things. They're just like responding or they're, uh, having a reaction, but, um, grief doesn't go away. It's, sh- it's like an ebb and flow. It comes, it goes, there's moments, there's songs, there's smells, there's memories, there's dates, mm-hmm. yeah. there's all these things. And you don't know when I will never forget. So my sister-in-law, um, her name's Jennifer, um, uh, my brother's wife, um, there's a story there too. Um, but she lost her dad when she was little and, mm-hmm. um, I'll never forget her telling me when the kids were little, um, when she, like when the kids act out and then all of a sudden, when there's like something that hurts them or they get upset about something that they go to that place of pain of their, mm-hmm. of their dad or their mom or whatever. And I'm like, is that like a cop-out? I don't mean that meanly, but is it like, right really? Cause I mean, sometimes they play that card, no offense, but sometimes mm-hmm. they will, but there's a thousand times that they are not because it reopens a wound for them and it draws them back to a place of sadness. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean they stay there, but it definitely can happen where they're reminded. I see. Yeah, pain. that makes sense. And I've wondered about that because, um, not to take away from your time, I really want to hear no, your story, no. but um like my father the last I saw him um he beat my mom and left her and I never cared growing up like and so I know it's obviously different than like them losing their loving mother you know but I've always kind of said like yeah I mean I have these moments where things stir up and like I just don't get it I never cared at all until I had kids then all of a sudden I didn't understand it Right. And, um, but still, it's still like, I feel like I'm fine. You know, like there's moments where I'm like, oh, what a piece of dope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like where it just kind of bugs me. But um, anyway, so I kind of have pictured that that's how it's going to be for them in a sense. Not that they will, it, it's obviously completely different because their mother was amazing. But, um, you know, just that they would like learn to live with it. Oh, and, they will you know, and just kind of like, yeah, we'll have our moments or whatever. But I mean, I've had it projected on me that like, no, this is going to like really screw them up when they're older. I'm like, I don't know. I feel Mm -hmm. like God is like carrying them and he will, they'll have their moments, moments. but you know, I don't think it's going to like, you know, make them 
miserable people when they grow right. up kind of yeah. and that's kind of what I've been told so anyways I, I just no. wanted to ask you about that since you've been on the yeah. other side of it you know yeah and the thing is is every person and every child is going to be different and the way that they process is going to be different mm. so um don't let somebody tell you that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. they don't know your story your kids or any of that stuff like I mean they can that's hear your point. story but they have not, not feeling the same things your kids are feeling sure. right. I mean if yeah. I mean, there's just, I, I know, I mean, I think of even, okay, I'll use my friend's story, for example, like my friend Michelle, she, you know, mm-hmm. her son was not even two when her dad, when dad died, she was remarried. I think when Cole was three or four, I think four. Um, and Tim has been dad and Tim mm-hmm. is dad. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that Cole doesn't remember his biological dad, but from a very early age, he had, he had another father figure that stepped into that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's different depending on the circumstances, depending sure. on the people. Um, it's just, there's no cookie cutter thing with. Yeah, this. that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's just kind of, uh, it, it just made me think of it when you, when you said people say stupid things, cause I can't tell you how much I agree with that. Like, it's just like what you said though, they mean, well, they've just never been in your shoes. And so they don't even know they're saying something stupid. <laughs> but some of the things Michelle and I have talked about this too some of the things we've heard people say I'm like are you serious the worst one I've ever heard (laughs) was from another widow and she said she's like I I can't even believe like I can't even gather my composure because somebody just said to me at work I understand exactly what you're going through my dog just died that's your story she has that story too Uh oh she told me Oh, yeah. oh my, I was like, no, yeah. they did not say that. She's like, yes, they did. I was just I like, I can't even, I, I can't even go, believe really? that. You think it's the same thing? I'm glad you she said goes, something. She goes, I loved my dog. I go, yeah, I loved my husband too. And my kids is dad. <laughs> and she, she was like, oh, that was really mean, huh? And they're like, oh, it wasn't really the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good wow. for you. Yeah. But you know, it's like a good example. They mean well, they're, they're trying to relate with you. But you're like, no, or, um, well, yeah, I mean, I have other examples that I won't get into, but, um, yeah, it's just, so anyways, um, I'm sorry to no, <laughs> got right. you so off track, but, um, That's I find your story fascinating so mm-hmm. far. It's really interesting. So, um, I, I, I remember where I cut, I remember I cut you off, but I don't remember no, where it's I'm fine. so sorry. No, you're fine. So, um, yeah, I mean, pretty much that's Ryan's story. I mean, there's a lot more detail in there. If you want to know any more questions about that, I can share. Um, okay. but yeah, he passed away in, um, I think a week or two before it was December 14th. So, wow. and then we of course wow. had to like plan a service and, you know, do all that kind of stuff. And it happened to be like during a winter storm that we'd never like crazy, mm-hmm. ha- like it was crazy winter storm. And, um, but yet we ended up having, I think like 1800 people that came to his service. Whoa. Wow. He was a very impactful person. That was, that um, was pre COVID too. <laughs> that was pre COVID. <laughs> I know you guys didn't get <laughs> to be, I, 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 I still had a beautiful really, service yeah program. we did too I really had to like kind of grieve that for a lot of people that I know that lost loved ones because there's such a healing part of being able to be at a memorial service and I mm-hmm. I hate that for people and who have not had that mm-hmm. it yeah. does huge. huge I wasn't gonna be able to do anything really mm-hmm. I was um gonna do it in my in-laws backyard and it was gonna be limited to probably 50 or 60 people we felt was about the right size and all of a sudden, um, my cousin was like, Hey man, like my pastor at my church heard what happened and he doesn't care. He's going to open the doors for you. Awesome. 
I was like, oh my gosh, really? And so we ended up having a great start. I think there were like between two and 300 people. That's it was beautiful. And ended up just being way better. You know, we had the visual uh, picture slideshow and the music yep. and got to speak from a podium. And, you know, it was just, it ended up being beautiful. And it was breaking my heart because she just deserved the best is how I, I looked at it, you know? So yeah, it, it's been hard seeing a lot of the stuff that COVID mm-hmm. has brought um, and not yeah. to mention all the people that lost their husband to COVID. It's just like, yeah. it's awful. or their wives, you know, of course, but um, more often I hear, um, you know, I've just heard stories personally of women losing their husbands to COVID, right. but um, yeah, and it was a terrible time, but yeah, so that's amazing. 1800 people. Yeah, wow. it was something like that. It was, it was very cool. He, um, like I said, he, you know, he's a youth pastor, so he was very involved in the community. He has a lot of family in the community, but just, we had people come in and support us from all over. And it was, it was amazing. God was just wow. totally there. And it was, it was cool. Very special. Um, so not to cut you off, but I'm so curious. So how long was it in between you being widowed and you finding somebody and getting married again? Good okay. question. It's a good question. Um, well, like I said, Ryan died in 2006. I mm. was single for, I dated a little bit, but not a ton during that in between time. I was actually very um, cautious and mm. my heart was still pretty broken and raw. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I kept myself super busy all the time because I know so mm-hmm. many people do. And um, yeah, anyway, so about, um, I started dating again. I, I dated one other widower for a short period of time that didn't work out so well, but it's so hard when you do that because then you get super close to the person and you get close to the kids and, and then that's mm. hard and it's painful when it doesn't work out. Cause not only were you close to the, the, the person, but you're also close to the child. Sure. Um, Mark and I actually met online and, um, this different was Mark, just for the record, different Mark, Let's just Mark, clarify. Different Mark, Mark with a C, um, Mark and I met actually, well, he, if you were to ask him, he would tell you that we met through a friend because, um, one of my very dear friends who lives in Oregon, um, cause at this point I'm living in Southern Oregon, um, that, um, Oh, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> he said you met oh, yes. online. He, one of my really good friends went to college with him at George Fox. And so I said, hey, do you know who this guy is? He says he was there around the same time you were there. And so she's like, yeah, he dated my roommate. Oh, that's so funny. So like we knew the same people, but it had been like years. And so, um, yeah, this was in September of 2012. And, um, and Mark and I met on online but then we like talked and everything and then we met in person and then um and then we ended up getting married the fall like the following june it was actually very quick (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um but yes so and then another piece of that story of, of mark was that um like i met mark and him and i talked and went on a few dates but then oh i'm frozen again yes Mark would say that we met <laughs> I know. mutual friends, but I know the truth. And the truth is we actually met online on a dating mm. app. And so, yeah. Um, but we met in September. He met my kids in October. Now here's the tricky part that I'm going to throw in another curveball for my story is that, um, like I shared with you before, I have an older brother, Sean mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. wife, Jennifer, they were high school sweethearts. Um, 
on October 11th of 2012, Mark was going to be coming down to meet my kids for the first day. But first time that same day, I received a phone call that, um, my car got broken into that day. What? My dog that I'd had since like my dog that Ryan had bought me that like Christmas present Mm. had died. That was, Mm. those were two things that happened. And then I get the kicker of a phone call that my sister took her life. My sister-in-law. Oh my gosh. So the other two things were not that big a deal compared to right? like, the kicker. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she actually, and that's like a whole nother conversation to get into. But um, so my brother was also widowed. Um, mm. He's now remarried again um, and has five kiddos doing awesome. But wow, during that great. time, it, and he has two boys and his boys live up here in Portland and it's super fun because I get nice. to see them and be close to them. It's so that's awesome. cool. But um, yeah, but they were 13 and 15 at the time and the boys were and um and it was horrible and awful and she died of um she did take her life but it it was also from what i like to say from the disease of of addiction Mm -hmm. because addiction is a disease and it is something that a lot of people don't recognize that and um she had um prescription drug addiction because doctors over prescribed her medication that started this awful track common story yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but you know, this, there's a difference. My story is I have this tragic accident happen and my husband loses his life and he's gone and I'm widowed, right. With these three kids. And then my brother loses his wife, something from mental health and from addiction. And the way that people treated him versus the way they treated me was night and day. And wow. it was wow. so different. And I think that that's not something that's talked about prevalently with, mm. with like the widow community that it's really sad to me that the church kind of does not talk about mental. They are better now. They're getting much better, but I mean, it's a big deal, you know? And so um, it was really hard during that time, but yeah, so that was a real kind of big thing in Mark's and my relationship from the get-go of him and I getting together and Mm. dating and having to process and walk through that. And then literally like a couple weeks later, he was going through a custody battle because he was divorced and had two kids Mm. And I'm sharing so much more than I thought I was going to share. I hope you guys are all still interested in hanging. I'm sure that everyone is. I hope you're not regretting sharing anything. Um, No, I don't. But no, it's it's really good stuff because there's one thing Michelle and I have always talked about is like we have these cancer um, journeys, which are very relatable to a lot of people. But Mm -hmm. some people lost their spouse to suicide. Some had a tragic accident. Some was COVID. Those are, you know, and. So we like to get different perspectives yeah, so that one, good. we can learn mm-hmm. and, and more so for people that feel like they don't exactly relate to our stories. There's going right. to be a lot of people that listen to your story that are going to relate far more than they yes, relate to what Michelle sure. and I have been through. So mm-hmm. no, I mean, as much as you're willing to share, we want to hear. So That's right. um, don't think you're that. bugging us or anything. No, <laughs> thank you. Well, during that time, like, so Mark and I kind of went through that whole thing of like, what's it like to date? Like, so I've got widowed kids, you know, I, I, I have kids cause they'd lost their dad, but then he's got the divorce situation. So trying to blend that whole picture is a, is it's, it's more of like a, yeah, it, it's, it's a mess and it's crazy. Mm. <laughs> it's not that it can't be beautiful. It can be, it can be absolutely beautiful, but it was like the Brady bunch. So sure. um, Mark, Mark and I dated, got engaged on new year's and got married in June and on June 21st and of 2013 and 
it was super awesome and super special. We had our kids in our wedding and, um, and it was, it was really, really special. So at that time, um, we blended our two families together. We had Brayden, who was his, his, his son, 13. And then my daughter, Taya was a 12. So anyways, they were 13, 12, 11, 10, and nine. Oh so my Cameron, gosh. Cameron and Brayden were our Mark's kids from his previous marriage. And then, um, and then my, my three. So, and so half the year they're doubled up and half the year they're all in a row. So it was wow. literally like Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah. Son. But when they turned so, 18, they just started leaving one at a time, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I know. It's kind of crazy. Come September 1st, they will all be, oh, well, except for Tessa. Tessa's 16. But um, yeah, they'll all be over 18 now. So it's kind wow. of crazy. It was just that like, crazy. like that. It was like so fast. Um, so yeah, Mark and I got married and um, we were together for three and a half years. And during that time, like I said, we had a million and a half crazy stories. And I, 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 I want to share a lot more, but at the same time, I know we're a little bit cramped on time of just being able to, I'll, I'll just, some of the things like yeah. we had just fun stories, like the kids, like you talk about kids blending. I mean, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. Kids where they're fighting. So one of the things with blending is that you have a, a new birth order in your household. Mm. People don't That's think right. about that. Yeah. And mm. I had a youngest, he had a youngest. And now it's like with Cameron, it was like, wait, I'm the baby. And, and yet she wasn't the baby mm. anymore. Yeah. So it was her finding her new place as being like a middle child instead of being the baby anymore. Wow. And then it's bouncing back and forth between mom's house and our house and rules over there versus rules at our house. Mm. And you know, that whole scenario. So I did get to learn a lot about even though I've never been divorced, I got to learn a lot about what that looks like and the pain sure. that comes along with that. Um, and the heartache and having to, um, having to work through it as a team. The one thing that I would encourage is that, um, when you, if, and when you do get remarried is to remember that, okay, it's really hard <laughs> is that when you get remarried. So like for me, I marry Mark and it's like, well, I had my kids before I had him. So mm. my kids, like you're kind of prone to like, not kids come first, but like, there's this pull towards that because right. they were part of your life before this other person. Sure. Was. If there's like an argument or there's whatever. And, um, and if you're a believer and you go off of things based by what God has said, I mean, God says, put God first, put your husband and then mm -hmm. your kids. Right. Yeah. And so mm. I had to really surrender that over and over again to the point of, cause I would get mad and I'd get angry with God of like, well, wait a minute, that's not fair. Like I had them before mm, and God imagine. would be like, have these conversations with me in my head of like, but you, but I've got this. Don't you trust mm. me? Do you trust me that I will take care of this? And I had to realize that I was actually hurting my husband because of the fact that I wasn't putting him above them. And it created problems mm. for him and I, and, um, and I learned a wow. lot about it, trusting God with my kids that he would fill in those gaps that I was trying to control. Mm. And so, um, that was a big deal for our relationship. Um, I highly recommend that if you're going to blend families that you even add some counseling in there because the kids are learning how to work together and how to blend. Right? It can be mm. super awesome but there's also a lot of new feelings of trying to figure stuff out too. Sure. So it's beneficial, um, to be in a group or a space where they can share about stuff that they're not necessarily sharing with mom or dad, whoever it might be. Um, 
but yeah, that would be, it's super beneficial. So Mark and I were together, like I said, three and a half years. And then one day, um, actually it was a, it was a super amazing week. Um, I will share that piece. Um, Mark and I had had, um, had had a lot of hard times in our relationship. We had a lot of great times, like I said, but here's the difference between my two marriages is that I married, when I married Ryan, it was kind of like my knight in shining armor and this dream story. And then all of a sudden he passed away and then Mark and I get married and it was very different because it was very different circumstances. Um, we both have been married before. We had all this other stuff in between it. We also didn't get to just get to know each other. We were getting mm -hmm. to know each other while we were trying to you know, co-parent and blend our two families. So it was very different. And, and this isn't the case for all people, but in my story, it was my circumstances and it was really hard. And I remember when I got married to Ryan that I was hear people talk about hard marriages. And I was like, I don't understand that. I don't get it. I got it the second time around. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> it was really hard, but I used to pray, God, could you just, I, I feel like you're going to give us a good ending. Like I always want, I want a good ending at the end because I want us to be able to see this through and to see your hand and to come out like to be this beautiful love story. And, um, so like the last week in September, well, actually two weeks before in September, Mark had thrown me this amazing surprise party with so many of our friends and family for my 40th birthday party. He had, um, he had done so much. He had created like, built a, a deck in our backyard so that we wow. could have it outside and had, he had done so many things to prepare. He flew in my best friends, Ashley and wow. Michelle flew nice. in. I had so many friends that came up and it was amazing. We had so much family there. It was awesome. And, um, and then, um, then the week before he could, he confessed some stuff to me about some stuff that had been going on in his own secret world of things. Mm. And in that time, he was able to open up and share with me. And this was so not me <laughs> at all. This was 100%, I believe from the Holy spirit that I was, there's very few times in my life where I felt like I heard the word of God, like super clear. And I'll never forget where I was standing in the bathroom. And it was on a Monday and it was like, the Lord was saying to me, I need you to love him the way that I love him. I need wow. you to love him the way that I love him. And I was like, what does that even mean? It's like, something is going to happen and you need to love him the way that I love him. And that was like, right before he shared with me this stuff that he needed to say. And if it would have been any other time, I probably would have flown off the handle, but I didn't. And that was totally the grace of God. And I was able to love him and see beyond that. And, and I really believe that that was, it, it was a gift because it, it started the most amazing week of our marriage. And we had oh. the opportunity to share and talk. And I even had somebody come and take our kids and him and I went away and spent time together and just like rekindled this relationship. And it was like the most beautiful time in our marriage. It was mm. so incredible. Wow. And then on Thursday, we got the kids back and we were back home and we, I, our, um, our daughter, Cameron was getting baptized at school. So we all went as a family and we took pictures and, um, and everything. And I even went with Mark's, um, ex-wife and was like, cause she was there at the baptism. And I said, you know what, let's get a picture of you guys as a family together. I don't really wow. ever do that. Like we never even had the opportunity Right. And we did. And it was so That's special cool. and so cool. So Brayden and Cameron have a picture of their mom and their dad together. 
Oh wow! Awesome. It was, and then we have a picture of like the of the of the seven of us. And um, anyways, that night Mark started feeling really really sick. That was on Friday. That was on on Friday morning. Mark started feeling super sick, like he had the flu. And then the next morning, um, he was throwing up all night long. And and he actually had gone to a Bill Gaither concert with a friend, and he was like, I don't want to go. And he's like, you love Bill Gaither. Um, and I didn't want to go. Cause like I said, we'd been struggling before, but then he got these tickets and invited a friend. And at that point I was like, oh, I just want to be with them. I just want to like spend time with them, but he'd already made plans and it was all good. So anyways, they go to this concert. He's super sick, comes home, super sick. I don't know what's going on. Oh, we had exchange students at our house too. I didn't try right. yeah. yeah, exchange students. So at six o'clock in the morning, he's so sick. He's puking his guts out. He is awful sick. I'm calling people. I got to get these exchange students out of my house. I got to get them moved. I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but he's really sick. I needed to probably get him to a doctor. And, um, it was just violent flu like symptoms. And then, um, he started slurring his words and he started having some other symptoms and he started, um, he actually started peeing some blood. And I mean, I'm telling mm. a little bit of detail, but like, I freaked out. I called my friend who happens to be our doctor and was like, what do I do? And he's like, get him to his emergency right away. And I was like, I know I knew myself well enough that I'm not going to be able to do that well. So I called 911 and they came and they took Mark at that point in time, he was still coherent. And, um, so he was able to walk down the stairs. Two of the kids were home. The other kids, Braden and Cameron had gone to their mom's house. Um, and then my oldest Taya was out actually with some friends. Um, and so, it was awful. I had to leave my two younger kids at home. Well, I went with the ambulance as an ambulance came and then we took him, took one away. They thought that he was probably stroking and that he was mm -hmm. having a stroke, but they weren't sure. I'm sitting there having conversation with him in the ambulance and we're trying to get his parents to come. And anyways, long story short, um, he was in, um, the ER, they moved him to ICU. Um, they didn't really know what was wrong with him, but um, they kept trying everything. But when we got him there, they started having like these, um, this rash all over his body. And they're like, Ooh, how long has that been there? They thought he had meningitis. So then they're telling me like, if he has meningitis, the bad kind, like you need to find out every single person he's been in contact with for the last two weeks. So I'm like running around the hospital, trying to find this. Another God story, the person who met me at the hospital was Mark's aunt, Claudia. And she, I have a great relationship with the family. Like I absolutely, of course there's bumps and bruises and all that stuff. Like every family has drama, but I love their family. They, Mark's mom has um, three sisters are all super close, but Claudia had been widowed before. And she happened to be the one who met me at the hospital and was there with me wow. and uh, walked through stuff until everybody else could get there. And, um, so anyhow, um, they were having us find out all this information as we're sitting there. And I'm like, what was going on? They didn't know. So I got there probably about 1231 o'clock. Mark was gone by 637 o'clock at night mm. and all of his organs had shut down. Um, they had told me, um, they were all out in the waiting room in the ICU unit. And th by that point, I honestly, you guys, it was insane. I have no idea, but I think there was like 30 or 40 people that were out there with us because wow. people were coming in because they were going to be tested if there was like this mm -hmm. thing. But also there was, we just have an amazing support group and family. I know that that's not the case for everybody, um, but I am very thankful sure. um, for the support that God's provided for myself, for my family, for my kids and all of us. Um, but it was, it was a, it was a 
like here one minute and gone the next. And, um, you know, something I didn't share about Ryan's passing, I got to be in there with him um, when after they had taken everything off and we got to be with him as a family as he passed from this life into being with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it was a surreal moment of an adrenaline rush to see just life drip, drip like literally come out of him. Right. And um, it was the most peaceful, beautiful thing ever. It was amazing. It was very different when Mark passed away because of the circumstances of them trying to help him. It was very chaotic and um, they had been trying to keep him alive for like 45 minutes. And it was just crazy. Um, they called me back by myself to tell me, which I still don't understand why they did that, but they did. Hmm. And then I went in and I got to see him and that was not peaceful. It was just not, and I asked him to please stop trying because he was already gone and I knew that he was gone. Um, then they were you watching my, them like try CPR and stuff like yeah. that? Oh uh, yeah. They were all over and he was just fully exposed and they're just trying to, you know, it was uh. just Mark's worst nightmare, in my opinion, like mm -hmm. it was like awful, but the cool part was, is after all that was done, I knew he wasn't hurting anymore. I knew mm -hmm. he wasn't in pain anymore. Um, I had some super sweet moments with him before he, um, they sedated him. They put him, um, under just to try to allow his body to rest. So I just wanted to ask you though, how did they determine that he actually passed away? Oh, okay. So he had what's called, which we didn't know for like three months. Um, mm. like it was never definitive on this. Um, he had what's called TTP and I'm not going to be able to say what the real name is. It's thrombic there. I can't say it. I'll look it up and maybe tell you guys another time. <laughs> okay. Um, but TTP, it's a blood disorder. It's a really rare blood disorder. Mm. It's like one in a hundred thousand people get it. Wow. And it starts like once and you don't know when it's going to kick off. But if the body has a very weak immune system, which Mark had a lot of compromised immune system at that point in time, um, mm. he had been dealing with a ton of anxiety and a ton of different stuff kind of going on in life. And so um, his body was really struggling with strong immune system. So we don't wow. know what it was that kicked it, like start kicked mm -hmm. it, but he ended up um, having microscopic blood clots going on throughout his whole body. So uh, within that time period of the night before they told me, I asked like, if I would have brought him in, could you have saved him? So if in there, like, no, you, we wouldn't have even known cause he had flu like symptoms, but mm -hmm. once it starts, you only have like, if it's not taken care of right away, it's fatal. Mm -hmm. They can start wow. blood transfusions and try to stop it, but, um, it doesn't always work that way. Um, wow. so there was really nothing that they could do. So what was happening is all of his organs were shutting down because they were all clotting. And so like him slurring his words was a stroke because he was stroking in his uh, brain because yeah. of all the blood clots. His kidneys were also hardening because of the clotting that was going on that caused him to have problems with the bathroom and like all of that kind of stuff. So it just was um, one thing after. And so they couldn't, it wasn't like an isolated thing. It was all over. And yeah. so trying to play catch up at that point once we got into the hospital was was an impossible it was an impossible thing for them wow so um yeah I asked all those questions with the doctors sure, of course what right. I have done um is this hereditary is it not it, it he is he he is a carrier of this blood disorder so I you know I'm not actually sure if Brady and Cameron got tested or not with their mom um but um but yeah I mean they could be 
uh, a carrier of that. Um, but it's at least that way they would know if something were to happen, they would have that in their for sure. For yeah. Them. Um, no, that'd yeah. be good to, uh, good to know, obviously. Wow. What a fascinating story. Thank you so much right. for, for sharing. Um, uh, I think we need to do uh, part two and ask yeah. you, because we sure. both have tons of questions. Unfortunately, <laughs> we're uh, running out of time. But um, if you'd like to come back, we'd love to have you back. This has been just so great to get another perspective. And I'm so sorry for everything you've been through. It's just, I hate that we're all part of this club, but it's, right. you know, it's nice to relate to somebody else. Um, oh, for sure. So, um, but anyways, um, Michelle, do you want to close us out in prayer? Do you want me to sure. pray? Okay, Can I ahead. say something really quick? Yes, I know we got to close out and we're totally yeah. got to go. No, but okay. I do want to say that I do appreciate you guys asking me. Um, I know I can be long-winded um, with sharing because oh. there's so many bits and pieces like everybody's. Um, but I, you know, Michelle had asked me before about joy and, you know, I couldn't have done any of the things that I've walked through without the Lord. Like Absolutely. any of it. And yeah. I really feel like um, it's not something like if somebody were to say, well, would you want it to be different? I know a lot of people aren't there yet, um, but I wouldn't change my story because mm. um, I have been able to see God's hand and how he's used Ryan's life and Mark's life for the kingdom. And it's like so amazing and beautiful. And they both would want that. And I know that they have been fully healed, just like mm -hmm. Lacey, just like Luke have been fully healed. They're not hurting anymore. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is an amazing gift that, that we have, we know that because of the hope that we have in the assurance that we have in Jesus and, and in salvation. Beautiful. So, um, it's like Michelle's mentioned. That. Yeah, of course. It's like Michelle's mentioned that we're chosen. We were chosen. And that yeah. really like lit up my my heart that I was just like, wow, like God entrusted me with right? something so painful and, and, but he knew that I would glorify his name, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, was entrusting me with it. And we're all walking testimonies of Christ's love and his faithfulness and right. faithfulness and, you know, all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah. Wow. What a tremendous story. Yeah, I love, I you. love your attitude about yes. the whole thing. It's beautiful. It's exactly the kind of thing we want to um, promote to people mm -hmm. is that even though we have these really painful, hard stories and they're all unique, um, Christ is King and he's mm -hmm. always reigning and carrying us through those dark seasons. And it's just mm -hmm. beautiful to hear one testimony after another, after another of people that are feeling the same way. So, mm -hmm. yeah, um, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry, go ahead, Michelle. All right. All right. Jesus, I just thank you for this time. Thank you so much for Stacy and just <clears throat> her willingness to share her story. And I just thank you that she has found joy through this. And I just mm -hmm. pray for everybody listening, wherever they are in the journey, that you will just pour out your joy and that the joy of the Lord will be the strength. And I just pray that you pour peace out on everyone. And I just thank you for this chance to get to know another story of how you have helped someone walk through this. And I pray for anyone feeling hopeless that this gives them hope and that they turn to you. And we just thank you for this time and just the chance to get to encourage others. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> if you would like to reach out to us, we've had several this past week. We love hearing from you. You can yeah. email us at widowed too soon m as i mark and michelle i got it right this time at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram widowed too soon underscore and send us a message there plug in with another community 
If you like what you heard today, we'd love it if you give us a little bing five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen because we want to get the word out to everybody. So thanks again for joining us. And next week will be really exciting because you will get to hear part two with Stacy um, as we ask her questions about what she's gone through and just we learn more <laughs> from this. Oh, also remember we have a YouTube channel. We have, wait for it. Three subscribers. Three. Three. So you can join us. <laughs> yeah, know, right? we're, we're Stacey, go be number four. And those paychecks no, are coming in, baby. We were monetizing. <laughs> Anyways, um, I uploaded another video today. So there's two. And yeah, uh, that's that just good. where you can see the visual, <laughs> the visual of us as you listen. Okay. To wrap it on up, that's it. I think that's all. Until next time. That's we'll all, see folks. See you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.